Troops, here we are, we're live, it's another Eagle podcast. Like I've said to you all along, I'm prepared to give anybody a platform to tell a story. This podcast isn't about having thousands of followers, it isn't about big Instagram personalities, it's about the everyday man, woman who's in the street because it's relatable. Uh, and the next guy had the balls and the courage to send me a fantastic blog which he wrote um, on a very, very difficult um, topic which we'll get into uh, it's David Ward. David, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, thank you, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How how's life, mate? How's COVID life? Yeah, it's it's going all right, mate. To be fair, I'm probably like a lot of people. I'm probably enjoying it a bit too much, you know, <laughs> the, the relaxing side of it. Anyway, but um, yeah. yeah, it's going good, mate. Yeah, it's going well. What what is it you do, David? So um, my work that I do is I'm a part time personal trainer. And um, in my full-time job, I, uh, I do metal work, basically, so welding and all that boring stuff. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that's a Nottingham accent that I'm, that I'm hearing? Or... That's right, yeah, through and through, yeah. <laughs> um, big, big, big place, big city, lot going on. What's it like growing up in a place like Nottingham? Uh, it's not too bad, mate. I mean, it's, uh, I, mean I, I, I grew up in the 80s, so, you know, uh, you know, in the eighties was quite an era anyway. So, yeah, um, but yeah. this, you know, um, it's, it, there's used to be a lot of factories around. Um, and since I came anywhere else, it became more sort of more office based kind of work. So yeah. there is, there is a lot of manual work out there for people printing them, but it's, it's not bad. Mate got a nice, well, I say nice. It's not a bad nightlife, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's all right. Mate. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's fair enough. Now you're a football man. Uh, I used to be. I used to support Forest as a, as a kid. I used to support Forest, but I, I kind of grew out of it. Um, so. Yeah, obviously uh, Nottingham Forest has a great um, tradition and a great football club, uh, and managed by uh, a legend of the football game, uh, Mr. Brian Clough, who uh, Brian Clough, mate, legend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, dead interesting guy came from Middlesbrough, place not too far away from. Um, from where I am, uh, there's a when for, when Forest come and play Middlesbrough, there's always yeah. a homage to where Brian Clough uh, house yeah. used to be. So they always yeah. come up and sort of see where we used to live, <laughs> which I think um, which is fantastic. Uh, oh, it's great. Yeah, you talked about growing up in the eighties. Um, yeah, talk us through that, mate. That that must have been um, a tasty time. Yeah, growing up in the eighties, it was. Um... It was a period for the younger people that may listen. <laughs> it was a period of uh, you, you wore hand me downs, you you know you had the electronic music on the radio and <laughs> mm. trying to tape some of the radio. <laughs> um, there was no there was no, um, internet. There was no internet, so there was no Spotify and and what have you. Um, I spent many times trying to record my favourite songs. With a little tape, yeah. I bet a lot of the young people won't even know what a tape is now. <laughs> Show me age, mate. But yeah, it, it was a good times, good times that that area was. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a, it was a cracking time. And obviously, uh, me and you got connected um, through the powers of Instagram and the powers of social media. Um, yeah. And you're a keen. Well, you've got into hiking, isn't it? You, we sort of had a little yeah. talk the other day on an Instagram live, but I was dead interested in what you were saying. So here we are, podcast. Um, yeah. Hiking, do you wish you'd found it sooner? Definitely. 
definitely. It's it's done a lot. Hiking has done a lot for me, really. Um, it's it's uh, it's opened up a lot of mentally and 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 along with that, emotionally, really, because being out on those hills. Um, you know, it's it's just another. It goes into for me. It goes into another world. You know, it's not just about looking around. At, you know, uh, your surroundings. It, it clears. It clears my head a little bit, and yeah, opens new doors. What uh, What got you into it? Was it Was it being on Instagram and being exposed to sort of certain hashtags or people that you know that were already doing it? It, it was people that already knew that was doing it. I, um, I've always, I've always had sort of that passion to be outdoors. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can't sit in the house for too long. I need to get out. I've always been like that. Um, but through, through various situations and circumstances, being able to get um, to places and, and such and such, yeah. it's not, it's not always been possible. So, um, as as I've grown up and those those things were put in place, um, I've been able to travel further afield, which meant that I can get out on uh, the Peak District yeah. and uh, in Wales and what have you. Yeah, so yeah, it's just circumstances at the time, but yeah, it, it opened doors for me being able to get out there. And um, do you look at the outdoors from a challenge based perspective or from a mindset perspective? And what I mean by that is, do you use it to, for escapism? A lot of people use it to set challenges and, and a lot of people use it to escape maybe his mundane life. Yeah. I kind of, I, a little bit of both. I, I enjoy the, the physical side of it. Um, like a challenge. Yeah. Uh, um, be trying to get up the, you know, a really steep hill, you know, or, or yeah. Mountain. Um, to just, just purely once I'm up there, that's it. It switches then to the mental side of taking it mm. in and, and just clearing the head and, yeah, that kind of that kind. What of um, what challenges have you done? So I've done the um, the fan dance. I've done yeah. that quite a few times now. So um, right, uh, it was funny enough because I did it. I did it once, and I absolutely hated it. I was for the next probably week and a bit. I was just hanging. My legs were in pieces. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. I was very very sore for a few days afterwards. Um, I mean, getting getting in and out of the car on the way back was just horrendous. I think I needed nearly a Zimmer frame or something, you know. Yeah. But um, but then you know, as as you may well know yourself, once you've done something like that, um, the only thing that's left once all the aches and pains is gone is the memories. Mm. Um, and as a sucker for punishment, I've just kept going back and doing it again and again and again. There's nothing wrong with um, pain. Pain is where growth happens. Um, and it's where the ability to look at something that you've done and gone, well, I did that, but what's next? Do you know what I mean? It's that, it's that what's next. And unfortunately in society, there's a lot of people I, I believe who, who lack the ability to say, I know it's going to be really hard and I might really struggle, but I'm going to do it because I know that long term, I can look back and say, yeah, I did that. And, I don't want to have any regrets, David. I don't want to get to the nursing name age and sit there and think, why didn't I? Why didn't I have, have the bottle to at least go and try that event? Do you know what I mean? Um, there's loads of people who miss out on great days because they think, oh, what happens if I don't finish? I look stupid. And, they, and what they do is they create a load of excuses why you shouldn't do it. 
hundred percent. Yeah. But really, yeah. what you should do is you should create another side that says why I should definitely do it. Yeah. And 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 that's that's where it happens. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Um. What what other things have you seen challenge wise that quite take your fancy? Um. Well, just of late, I've really really got into the uh, going out running. So okay. Just yeah. Jogging. Um. And. Like most people who, who run, um, I did at one point get obsessed with my pace. I was always chasing <laughs> that pace, trying to beat my last run. Um, but now, um, because I wasn't really doing me any favours, trying to, I was just killing myself every single run. Um, I've had to learn to slow down, you know. Mm. And, um, yeah, so being able to slow down a little bit and, and, just, and, and just go with the flow a little bit more with things, you know. It's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a new thing that I find I'm working on at the minute. It's an interesting one because we all wear trackable technology and yeah. Strava and all of this sort of stuff. And sometimes you, so you know, sometimes you have to listen to your body. Just just this morning, I I started to feel like a tightness in my calf. I've been doing loads of running, like probably as everyone has during lockdown. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to slow it right down, and I'm just going to stretch it. I'm just going to stretch off. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not in the I'm not in the race of my life. I'm not um, <laughs> running away from the zombie hordes. That's um, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still out being active, but I feel I've got something going on in my calf, and if I don't listen to my body, um, I could potentially rip. You know, and you could do something long term. Um, yeah. And I did. Now a few years ago, mate, I would have gone. No, every every single race has to be best effort. Every yeah. single thing has yeah. to be best effort and kill myself. Now. <laughs> I'll slightly flip that because I do a lot of events myself where it is all about being in deep water and pushing. Mm. But today doesn't need to be that day. It's a first of May, random Friday. It doesn't need to be kill myself, crawl, exactly. cr- yeah. crawl home. Um, when you took on the fan dance series, um, I think you did it with the SF guys who sort of did, did all yeah. that stuff down there. Um, yeah. I want to say Avalanche. Is it Avalanche Events? It it was um, the special forces experience that I did it with. Oh right, okay, right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, sorry, mate. Just a little bit of uh, interference there. Um, and obviously, not being from a military background, mate. Um, so not only are you stepping into a challenge, but you're also stepping into a world you know very you know very little about. <laughs> what was that like? Yeah, um, scary. Shit your pants, scary. To be fair, mate, because you know um, it was one of those things where I, I, I quite blindly took the challenge on. Uh, a mate yeah. asked me if I wanted to join in. I said, "Yeah, no problem." Um, and then it wasn't until he was ringing me up um, saying, right, you know, we're going to go. Uh, I mean, local to me, there's, there's a, like a, a country park, um, quite hilly. So he was like, we're going to head down there and we're going to get, you know, tw- uh, it's like, at the time it was like 10 kilo pack. I'm just going to go and do an yeah. hour. Um, at the time I was like, yeah, no problem. I, c- I can yeah. do that. Mate, uh, <laughs> whole new ball game, whole new ball game. Um, so yeah, and as as the event got closer, um, we upped the weight in the pack, um, yeah. you know, and your body adjusts to it and you get better at it, your time goes yeah. down. Um, on the day of the event, yep, um, drove down to Wales, well, sorry, uh, drove down to Wales the night before, uh, stopped in a really cheap B&B, um, yeah. 
had like what was it uh, a bacon butty which the guy um who owned the b&b you know thankfully got up early in the morning it was about oh. five in the morning he got up and did us a really really like salty full of butter and bacon yeah. <laughs> you know um i'm so glad he did that <laughs> um yeah neck that drove down to the um story arms yeah story um, arms yeah and then weighed our packs um and then we just got the uh, I think it was about half an hour I was waiting around. It's minus five, absolutely freezing, teeth chattering. You're like, God, I just want to get warm, get going. Adrenaline's pumping, you know, and, and yeah. there I am with my camelback, having a little drink. Can't get nothing. Shit. Yeah, it's frozen. You know, it's frozen, mate. And yeah. as you may know yourself, that is the least thing you want when you start that that fan dance going up there is hor- horrendous. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know what? It, it's, it's, it's dead interesting because um, I feel like, and, and, it, and it's hats off to you, you know, because what a lot of people do with these events, dude, is they go and recce the route first or they have an understanding of what the route is or they have an yeah. understanding of carrying weight or they have an understanding of the environment they're going to go into. And, and fair play to you and your pal for like literally not having any anything apart from a bit of moral five to say do you know what i'm just going to turn up and roll with it um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah and 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 that drag from the stony arms going up to the first sort of um summer it is tough on your body like your body is like no matter how fit you are your body's screaming because you're almost going from like a car called start into yeah. like you know into like third gear and you're going for it and your calves are going yeah. and your ankles going and your lungs are on fire your shoulders are hurting and you're thinking to yourself, have I even trained for this? Because I feel like I've done no training. I feel so unfit. <laughs> and, and the worst part of it is there was guys that were older than me who was taking over me and I was there mm. like, <sighs> like mm. this, you know? And, um, but as, as you rightly said, you know, you get to that point where you just like, well, this is it now. Embrace mm. this up and just head down, arse up and just go, just do it. Get it over and done with. I, I do this thing on my events. David, uh, I call it the ten-minute microwave. Every time I start, every time I start an event, um, to see who's who, I go out the gate at a ridiculous pace, like how right. a ridiculously howling pace, and <laughs> I I sort of give people a two-minute one, and I always like sort of say to them, right, we're going to be doing the ten-minute microwave here. You will not need any warm clothing on, and um, <laughs> and people are like, some people listen, some people don't, and I say. But once we get going, it's 10 minutes on my watch. Now, yeah. psychologically, what I do, David, is it's never really 10 minutes, mate, because sometimes it's five, sometimes it's two, sometimes it's it's about how well a group react is, the, is what yeah. I'm thinking. Or, or I'll give them a false finish. I might say, that's where we're finishing up there. <laughs> but really, it isn't. But it's more about testing people's who's going to stay with it, who's going to suffer with you. And I go... Like, I'm not at the back going to slow pace. Like, I go for it. Like, I'm... The only difference I know is I, I'm in charge of the time. So, therefore, yeah. I hold the cards. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the mental edge, mate. That's the thing. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> it, it it's, it's, it's a psychological it's a psychological thing. And, and I teach people about... Um, and, and because I've been taught, when you go for a run or when you do uh, a class-based exercise or you do something... Give yourself a finish. Give yourself, right, I'm going for 5K. But instead of doing five, do seven. And you watch yeah. how tough, how tough it is to go out on a 5K and then say, no, we're doing 2K more. Yeah, yeah. And then go out a few days later and say, I'm doing 7K. And, and, and put the two together and think, 
that five, which I turned into seven, was horrific. But that seven was fine because in your mind you were doing seven, and that yeah, was okay. Definitely. I mean, the thing is, I did it. I did the fan dance through again, um, and and I did it with uh, the same company, but it was um, they cut. What do they call it? Hunted. Oh, all um, right, okay. So it's it's the fan dance, but you are chased up along the route. So you've yeah, got a hunter yeah. force basically hunt like after you. Yeah. Um, which then adds another element onto it. So your arse is flapping even more. Um, I mean, they, they're not going to do anything. They, you know, they, yeah, they yeah. you know, you've got like a, a, a an armband on. When they catch yeah. up to you, they take your armband off. Job done. Um, you can you can still carry on on the route and enjoy it at your own pace. But it's the thing is, you you, you don't want to get caught. You want to go. Yeah, no. Um, so you're going to ask me if I got caught. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... But, but I still, you know, at the end of the day, you still do the route. Um, yeah, yeah. It's your own person. You can either just leisurely walk it then, or you can try and nails it. And I and I just tried to nail it even quicker than the last time I did the fan dance, which ah, I, did, fair. I, I think I knocked uh, five minutes off my time. So I was happy with that. <laughs> yeah, ah, fair. Uh, that that that's fair enough, and uh, it, it's great that you're getting in there and you and you, you're embracing these events. Um, and there's loads of great companies out there, and there's loads of great events you can do. And yeah, e- yeah. even if you, you know. I always I always encourage people to learn map and compass. Um, technology is great, but I'll tell you now, and I'm speaking from experience, that technology will let you down, massively let you down, and it won't let you down in the car park on a sunny day. It'll let you down on some horrible summit when the weather changes <laughs> and you've got your family behind you and your wife's looking at you saying, which way is it? And you're like, oh, well, my phone's died, and that's just... <laughs> It's, it's not says it's that way. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not the answer, mate. And and there's again, there's plenty of people who teach map and compass, and there's nothing to. There's, it's not, you know, it's not the dark arts. It's not Hogwarts. It's <laughs> it's it's some very very simple, very simple basic stuff which can help you in a bind. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, definitely. So you can go out and have a, have your own stuff, and you can train and have the confidence to go further and further into these places and you know, really have a good understanding and um, that's that's what it's all about. So yeah. it's uh, it's great stuff. So um, let, let's let's get into it. Uh, you, you sent me a blog, um, very, very passionate, very emotional blog. Um, let's, you know, I'll leave it to you to describe, you know, your upbringing, why you wrote the blog and, and sort of what you're looking to... Um, is achieve the right word, promote, highlight, um, any yeah. of those words. Okay, well, um, so, yeah, as you say, um, I sent you an article which I wrote for a, uh, well, for an Instagram uh, page. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, to start off with, it was, it was a case of I just wanted to get the, um, my experience out there for, for maybe those who were going through similar things or, or have been through similar things. Yeah. Um, and just make it a bit more um, general knowledge, um, you know, to basically to help people who may feel that they, it's just them that's going through it or has been through it. And yeah. it's about getting that knowledge out there, mate. So, but uh, yeah, so my, my story starts um, from, from being a kid, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, I grew up with a, a, a mum who was um, going through postnatal depression yeah. Um, I, I think me personally, I think there was other underlying things there as well, but, yeah. um, I think postnatal depression best covers it. Yeah. Um, 
so it, it basically started as, as I was a kid. My earliest memories was um, from, I think, about four, four or five. Um, and that's when it sort of, I remember it starting. Yeah. Um, it basically started where um, I, it's hard to know, pinpoint exactly where it started, yeah. but the, early, the earliest memories of it are my mum my just wasn't like every other mum. Mm. Yeah. And um, and she was struggling. She's very emotional all the time, always emotional and, and just flying off the handle for no reason. Um, and day-to-day life would have been something of like, you know, you know um, I, I didn't go to school very often um, or preschool at that age. Yeah. Um, and and it was always, I always felt like you were doing something wrong constantly like mm. things were your fault constantly um again as a kid that age you, you don't know any better you're just mm. you're just a kid you know you just want to play with the toys and whatever yeah um yeah. i think the first the first things that sort of started to show um with her um was when the, the biggest significant thing i can remember of happening at that time was when i i, I don't know um, or if i did wrong at that point um, but she basically told me um, to go, you know, like kicking off at me, basically, go and pack your bags. Um, what and, what uh, age would you have been there, then? I'd have been about four, four or five. Wow. Um, and she was telling me to go, go basically, so, you know, go and get a bit, a bit of swearing, but go and pack your fucking bags, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, obviously, as a kid, you're like, hang on, what? <laughs> you know, hmm. you know go, go upstairs and pack your fucking bags, you know? Um so again, as a kid, you, 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 your mind's going a bit and, you know, there was, there was tears, there was upset, you know, and, and um, she kept, just kept saying it over and over again. So I've got, I've got, I've got siblings, I've got a, a, an older sister um, who, who, well, I had an older sister at the time. My brother came along a bit later on. Yeah. But, uh, my, my, um, my older sister, um, like most girls at that age, you know, she used to play with the Barbie dolls and this, that and the other. And I remember getting this <laughs> tiny little Barbie doll suitcase it was, you know, I mean, you can imagine it fit Barbie doll clothes in it. <laughs> yeah. And I remember getting this, you know, really, you know, crying snot everywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, fit, and, and just getting my little pants and putting them in this suitcase. And, and, um, and, and then I remember, um, I, I remember my dad coming into my room and, and he says, what are you doing? And I says, uh, you know, you know, in a state, like, I'm, I'm packing my, packing my bag she told me to go um so anyway he couldn't believe this because he didn't really see that happening at the, he, he coming from work you see yeah so he, he goes down the stairs and is you know i can hear him you know bickering and what have you and on it went um and, so and anyway. sorry so, sorry david at, at this time obviously we're talking i'm just trying to get the time scale right mm. is i'm you know the there wouldn't have been the information that, that there is now and, and, you know, people were very, very quick to judge. Um, well, I mean, they still are very quick to judge, but more so, um, I'd have thought back in, in, in the mid eighties. Um, so obviously that would cause friction between your mum and your dad, obviously. Massively. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. There was, there was many arguments between them both. Um, and, and sort of, there was always a time when you never knew which way you didn't know whether to go to your dad or you didn't know whether to go to your mum, you see. So, mm. yeah, it was, it was difficult. 
And did your dad have any sort of like clue about what was going on? Like, did he have a, did he have his own take on it? Like, what what was his input? I th- I think he did at the time. I think he kind of knew. Um, I, th- I think he kind of knew that something wasn't quite right. Mm. But I, I think he just didn't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's um it's a very moving story. And and do do you feel that's sort of forged you as as a, as a bloke growing up like that sort of very harsh reality of you know I'm, I'm trying to mentally put it in my mind what it what it would be like yeah. for a young kid to go upstairs and pack like a little suitcase it's <laughs> it's uh it's 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 heartbreaking and um ha- when did your mum like, did your mum ever get any help or, or what was the sort of after action so um yeah, she did. She did get help eventually, but that wasn't this. I mean, this went on for years before she got the help. Yeah. Um, you know, the the rather than sort of like just the verbal uh, bollockings, it was it it became physical right. as, as the years went on. So it it was. I mean, there's there's things that I could tell you which a lot of people just wouldn't believe. There's things that you don't really. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was nothing. There's no. Um, yeah, you know, I know sexual or anything like that. There's nothing like that, but physical, as in, is in the fact of actual beatings and stuff like that. Um, so as as time went on, yeah, the the the, the um, verbal bollockings became more physical. Um, yeah, and and, and uh, what would so, sorry, David? I'm just trying to understand. Okay. I, I'm I'm trying to sort of piece this together. Yeah, would there be any it. sort of would there be any sort of triggers to this, or would it just be like completely spontaneous? They're, they're, thinking back, they, there could be little signs, you know, there could be little signs that there was going to be something that happened. You know, the first thing I used to get personally is I used to pick up on the atmosphere, mm. the atmosphere that the, the whole atmosphere in the room used to change. And she had this crazy look in her eyes and you just know, shit, you know, this is it. And, and um, yeah, then the shit would hit the fan um, and you'd be, that's it. it would, would it be something that you did as like obviously as a young young kid? You know, we've all been young kids and naughty and, and yeah, you know, definitely, yeah. So so I, I don't know. You, you'd come in and maybe you'd rip the top, or you'd sort of been playing football in the street and you'd put someone's window out, or so and so said, "Oh yeah, your boy's been doing this." Would would those sort of be the triggers? The, those those things did happen, and yeah, that would trigger that would trigger it. But nine times out of ten, it was just she'd have this internal. Um, um, voice, you know, mm. she, it's one thing she always used to say, like to to my dad when they used to speak about. It. She always used to hear voices, and and one of the things would be to like, oh, they've done this and they've done that, you know. Um, and and like I said, most of the time you wouldn't really have to do, <laughs> to do anything. Yeah, yeah. It was just she was in the mood, and and you were the one, and you're gonna get it, you know. And was yeah. it was it more so targeted at you or was it targeted at, at your siblings as well? Um, no, my, my my siblings had it as well. My sister, right. she she used to get it as well. Um, she's two years older than me, right. so she was a bit more aware of things than what I was. Yeah, and obviously, you know, to put this out there in the public forum and and to write the public blog that you've wrote and you put on um, the Forge's website, which is obviously Graham. Graham, uh, who has the forge, people can yeah. go and read it. Um, yeah. Did you have to sort of okay with your with your sister first, and did you have to sort of say, "Look, I'm 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 doing this, and I've wrote this"? Or did, 
I mean, that that in itself can cause friction, can it? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I I didn't have to, but I, I wanted to because I didn't want them um, to feel like they're being dragged into yeah, yeah. exposure. Yeah. You know, basically. Um, so yeah, I, d- I did run it past <laughs> them, and they were both fine with it. Um, they they're of a similarly, uh, sorry, similar um, mindset as me. Um, you know, people need to be aware of that this does go on, and and the you know if you are suffering with postnatal depression or, or any sort of um, mental health issues, there's help out there. You don't have to hide behind a door. You really no, can. no. It's 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 you. You know, you you you're brave to talk about it so um, publicly like this. But um, I'm trying to think if I know exactly what the word postnatal depression means. Like I've mm. got an idea in my head, but is it like a sort of very clinical sort of way the, of putting it? I get. I guess the only way you could put it is. I mean, I'm no expert. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, but it's 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 a form of. I guess it's it's the hormones after after a woman's had a kid. Yeah. You know the hormones are all over the place, and I guess for some some women it just doesn't level out back to the same levels, and for other women maybe it goes further. And it, and is it a kid? Does it come from? And please, if I'm wrong, just jump in and say. Does it come from a place of resentment of like? we have a life before childbirth and then obviously after childbirth things change. And is it like they, they, they resent the fact that you've stopped them being able to do what they want to do? Like, is that a right sort of way to look um, at it? I think, I think there's, there's an element of that in the way that maybe um, after, after um, you know, maybe if you have postnatal depression yeah. and, and then you start to feel like that like mm. oh you know there's a slight resentment i think that could be possibly be part of the person yeah, yeah. um I, I think that it's it's a very it's a very complex subject but at the same time um it's definitely one to look out for you know because there's various levels of it that you know there's like mm, what yeah, my yeah. but as i say i think my mom had other well has still got probably other issues going on um yeah so it's, it's complex there's a there's so much to it mate and really... um <laughs> how's it affected your relationship with your mum sort of as you've become grown from a, into a boy to a, a young man to a man to to you know where you are now um um so yeah i don't I, t- to be honest with you i don't really have anything to do with her i i've right. got guys at a very early age i mean she you know as i say after after all the the events of uh when i was a kid um, it, it it came to a, a itself, but it came to an end itself basically because I was I was fifteen, um, and she basically just kicked me out um, over something so stupid. Basically, I think it's like I used to pay board like everybody yeah. had to, you know, um, yeah. when I was living there, and um, and I'd I'd like got five pound. Le- I'd got a job, and I got five pound less than what I needed to pay the board, and she just <laughs> gave her the money. I says, oh, there's your board. And she, she ripped it out of my hands. Um, there was never no pleasantness with her. It was always, you mm. know, always nasty atmosphere. And she took the money and she, and she tucked it under her leg. And she says, no, oh, you five pounds, you know, you five pounds short sort of thing. I said, I'll get you that next week. And she says, no, get your bags and fuck off. You know, well. what? And as I say, from, from five up till being 15, the amount of times that she'd told me to, to yeah. F off and all the beatings, you get to that mindset where you're just like, you know what, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
And I went upstairs back into my bedroom and I thought about it. Do I, where do I go? What do I do? Um, and I just thought, you know what? I don't care. I'll sleep on the streets. I really don't care. Bastard I don't want enough. to be here anymore. So I got, I got this, I went that, back downstairs. I got this black bag, bin liner, and I just put some clothes in it and a toothbrush and I just slung it, <laughs> slung it over my shoulder and I just went, I mean, my dad tried to stop me, but I says, I can't, I can't do it anymore, dad. I've got, I've got to go. I can't be here anymore. So, and she just sat in the living room on the settee, like, yeah, go on, fuck off. You know? <laughs> so off I went, mate, in, in the middle of the winter that was as well. Um, so from that point onwards, I never really haven't bothered with them. It's just, it, I just can't be in that world with that, you know. Fucking so, hell. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's powerful. And like, so, like I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here listening to you talk and I'm thinking, have I taken for granted the love that my, my mother gave yeah. me? Yeah. And, and I think the answer is possibly yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. in my mind, mothers just love sons or daughters. There's no, there's no fucking issue. But like That's the things it. that you're saying is like, it's, it's extremely hard to listen to. And it's, ex- um, without being cliche, did you, did you sort of descend into a life of crime? Like, how did you, how did you manage to get on? <laughs> I did, I did, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was a bit of a naughty boy. <laughs> I, uh, but basically, um, on, on, on the street that I grew up on, it was like a little council estate. And, and we had, uh, there, I think there was only me, me and two other lads that were the same age as me. And, um, that, you know, we, you, we, did this, we did all the, the nicking from shops. And, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Petty, petty sort of chocolate bar. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. that kind of business. But, um, yeah, we, 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 we do used to do a little bit of, little bit of, dodgy dealings and things like this i mean that but i i underneath all of that i always i always i i don't know i i guess i guess there was always that little conscious you were caught you were deeply you were deep in in the car weren't you do you know what i mean you might have been yeah, yeah. tea leafing but there was no real like you never had plans I, to be a master criminal or no or, i wasn't i wasn't gonna nick the crown jewels mate let's put it that way but <laughs> but um yeah i mean i used to i used to knock about with people who wouldn't think twice about yeah. you know stabbing somebody or wow. or you know nicking cars and one of the biggest things that um a mate of mine, well, it's not a mate no more, but a mate of mine back then used to do is used to just break into cars and get the radios when, you know, when they had the, like the old radios in yeah, the cars yeah. that you could pull out. Yeah. You to do them, you know, sell them on and then he'd just be there doing drugs and those are the type of people I used to hang around with because my attitude back then was, you know, F, F everybody basically. I, you know, I've gone through all that and no, no one cared about me. No one gave a shit. My parents didn't care. So, why? Why am I gonna bother about you, him, her? Yeah. How? How? What was the moment? Like, was there an, an individual, or, or what was the moment where you said, "I'm not going in the right direction here," and the people I'm associating with aren't the right people? I, I, I believe this to be true. I, I have the eagle as my like as almost like a spirit animal, and I yeah. sort of think about how an eagle approaches every single problem. But yeah. eagles only fly with other eagles, and and you can you can put that into into the world. You know what I mean? Like positivity when you surround yourself with positivity and smart people yeah. and people going somewhere, then you go with them. If you surround yourself with ducks, and yeah. and you end up going in the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? And it's 
Definitely. What was the moment for you where you thought, I need to start getting off here? Um, I think that one, just there was, there's quite a few people along the way that changed, changed my, my path, if you like. What the biggest one I can remember of, which was the sort of the wake up call was, um, I'd recently moved, uh, uh, primary school it was, I'd re- recently moved to a different school because um, I was in a lot of trouble at school. Um, and there was this one lad, um, at the, he was only like two years below me at this school. Um, he's only a young lad, bless him. Um, name was Darren. His name was Darren. I'll never forget. And um, he, I was actually at home when this event happened, but my street was a, a crescent. So like a horseshoe. Yeah, street. yeah, yeah. And just round the, round the crescent, round the corner, um, this, this Darren, this young lad who, who was at the school, he'd um, gone to knock on the door with my other mates. And while he was waiting for him to answer the door, he, um, added, he was, like I say, he was only, only a young lad. And he's walk on mate's wall. But on brick wall, but it had like wooden slats yeah. down the side. Well, he, he, he basically slipped and landed completely on his neck, straight wow. on this wooden slat. Um, wow. Kind of like half, if you can half break your neck, that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and to cut a long story short, he, he died right there and then, on, on just around the corner. Wow. And and that was the moment when I was like, well, it was just a big life event, which made me just think a little bit. Um, and then the lad whose house he um, was walking on the wall, he was walking on, he, a few days later, he was, um, he was around, a, uh, around the corner, a bit further down the street. And uh, he got into a fight with some, with some guy who pulled a knife out on my, my mate. Um, basically wow. threatened to stab him, this, that, and the other. And, and then yeah. my mate got into a bit of a scuffle with him. Luckily uh, for him, he managed to get the knife off him. But unfortunate for the other guy who had the knife originally, wow. he, he got the end of it. So, right. so my friend got put in prison and it was just like, you know what? The, the, these people, you know, as much as, as, much as I, I enjoyed being with them because they were the people that helped me, day to day get through what mm. I was going through um I just can't go down that I can't do that it's there's there's that inner uh inner sort of voice if you like this was like you know wait it's time to wake up mate mm. can't go this way wow um yeah man you've you've had uh you've had a rough ride dude um <laughs> it's been it's been a ride mate <laughs> yeah um what <laughs> You talked at the start about um, becoming a PT. I always find people who become PTs, they do it not because they want to become mega rich or mega whatever, but they do it because they want to help people. Like they come from a place of wanting to see other people succeed and, and, and reach personal goals. Is is that right for yourself? A hundred percent, mate. Yeah, I I um I've always I've always done some form of sport. Um, yeah, growing up, I used to really enjoy basketball. Play. I was in a team and um, and used to do a bit of cross country running. I was never really good at that. Running's really not my strong point, but yeah, yeah. I, still do, I still do it anyway. I enjoy it. But um, yeah, so sports always been a massive thing for me. Um, just keeping fit, um, you know, it helped me mentally coping with things. Um, it just it just clears my head, and I feel like so much better. Like if I go for a run, I'll, 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 even if it was absolutely horrendous run. Uh, you know, five, ten minutes later, after I've calmed down, mm. I've just like, you know what? I feel so much more relaxed, 
mentally, physically, you know, I don't feel snappy. I don't feel mm. horrible anymore. You know, it's good stuff for me. And so therefore I decided to do my, um, my personal training course um, and get aiming towards helping other people, you know. Where, um, where are you at in that journey? Have you got... Uh... Yeah, I've, I've got people that I'm training. Um, I do, obviously, at the minute with um, yeah. this pandemic that's going on, a lot of it's sort of like online stuff. I'm, I'm not charging for it. You know, I don't feel right you know because there's so many free apps and all this <laughs> you know it's, it's pointless charging for it people um, people forget that you before you you've got to build brand before you build sales do you know what i mean like yeah, people yeah. people will give you people will give you money if they believe in what you're doing yeah do you know what i mean um everything everything's always aware i mean you just have to find your way and you've got to find your audience um People have no problem. There's no problem with, you know, a, a free app is a free app, but a free app can't give you motivation. Like, you know, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. as good as all these apps are, mate, like um, pre- some people re- react better. And, and what they're really looking for here is I believe they're looking for community more than they're looking to, yeah, they want to get fit. And yeah. They want to lose weight. Or they want to put muscle on, but, they're in a place where they're thinking, I need a new community because my old community is no longer working for me. Yeah. Um, I'm 30-something and I don't want to go out on the piss anymore and I don't want to yeah. be doing coke in the toilets. Like I, I need yeah. to start thinking about my fitness and my, and my health. Um, Definitely. And, and I want to be involved with people that motivate me. So I, I, I know what you're saying, but you, you, you build brand. Have you got a, have you got like a, a, a name? Like a, what? No, I, I just, I, I just do it by myself, mate. I mean, I used to, I used to do a, a class in a gym, um, in Nottingham. Um, I did it for about three years. I ran it myself. Um, it was a bit of, a little bit of like boxer size kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. With, um, weights and circuits and stuff like that. And we, we, I had quite a few people, as, as you say, different sort of backgrounds. Um, some people used to use it to, you know, just, just as general. So they can take yeah. pictures on Instagram yeah, and yeah. into the gym. Yeah. And then on the, on the complete flip side of that, there was people who had, you know, probably sort of uh, mental health issues or, or you know, yeah, just yeah. going through a really shitty time. And I often found that some people used to open up to me mm. um, and we used to talk about the, the, their issues or, and I, I, I always used to enjoy that, you know, just talking through things and just, you know, just trying to, from my point of view and perspective, this is what I would do. This is what I'd say, you know, um, and I, and I often learned from them as well, just as much. I really did. It, it, it's funny that me and you are now talking because I, through my what I'm doing in my business, um, I know a lot. I, well, I say I know a lot of people. I know people from Nottingham area, and and as you do, you connect with one person, and you connect with two people. Uh, yeah. And there's a girl I know from Nottingham, and she goes to a guy called Jake Wood PT. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. He's fantastic. He's got a great setup and a great, um, what I like to call like a real strong core audience of people. You know, they're always out doing things socially, yeah. hiking. Tough mudder, social do's, you know the full thing. Like, and that's what he's yeah. created. He's created community. Yeah, they could all download the David Lloyd app and follow um, <laughs> that. But people yeah. look for something else. They look for community and new friendship. And they do, mate. They do. 100%, and we've always yeah. we, we've always done that from the dawn of time. We've always looked for 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 community. We end of the day, we are a social animal. That's why we have tongues in our heads. That's why we learn to speak so we can 
so we can communicate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, some people are on different wavelengths. So not everyone's everyone's cup of tea, but <laughs> the world would be boring if we all if we uh, if we're if all the same. It's all so, the same, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, um, dude, I think it's great, mate. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm chuffed that you've come on and, and told uh, a hard story to tell, and um, you know, I think you, you you're obviously heading in the right direction, and you, you're a positive guy, and you know, it's it's good to see. It's good to see that you haven't let it define you. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of people let let bad situations define them. Unfortunately, then it that becomes their story and, and not just a chapter in the book, but the actual whole yeah. story. And obviously you're, you're, you're going to kick on from it, mate. So um, cool. we did it on the live the other day and I always finish the show on the five watts. So um, okay. what, what does, uh, what's your day look like at the moment? Um, days looking like get up, um, do some, some form of PT um, like I say, whether that's running or just some simple weights in, in the dining room, you know, just yeah, yeah. smash out off hour, 45 minutes, job done. And then yeah. uh, two, I've got two kids myself, so it's at the minute it's homeschooling, which is really difficult. I'm learning maths all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, again, they're, they're teaching me things. Um, yeah, and, and um, just, try, just trying to... Yeah, just trying to get through this crazy time at the minute. Every day, yeah. every day at a time. Yeah, fair play, man. Uh, what uh, what workouts are you doing? You said. Yeah, so workouts. Um, again, so um, it's it could be anything from going for a nice long run to yeah doing a horrible sprint sessions. Um, I'm doing some reading at the minute. We're doing some reading, so that's that's always good. Like the mental side of things as well. Um, yeah, str- I mean, strength training wise, um, I've just got one of the, what they call the power bags, sandbags, yeah, yeah. um, just doing that's loads of circuits and stuff for that. Nothing, Cave- nothing too drastic, you know. Yeah, um, I've heard the term caveman CrossFit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, up, up until today, mate, I look like a caveman myself with that yeah. beard that I had going on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair play. Beard. <laughs> um, what have you stopped doing? Stopped, stopped yeah. then. Um, uh, so, yeah, stop wasting so much time. Uh, yeah, I like um, that. You said that the other day and it, it made me yeah. think, stop wasting time, yeah. Uh, it's one of the biggest things I've done. I, it, I don't think until, I think everyone's in the same kind of boat, you know, until this um, event happened, you know, I think we're all guilty. Um, I, yeah. I, especially me, I am, you know, of, of wasting time when you thought you didn't have that time. You've actually now got it, so... Um, yeah, wasting time's been a big one. Just stop wasting it. Yeah, people. I always say I know a lot of people live on Sunday Island. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah, yeah. Some Sunday Island. Um, you, you and your mucker could have lived on it when when you saw the SF thing. Instead of saying let's go and do it, you just went. <laughs> it's 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 done. Um, and now it's a That's part right, of your story. Mate. Now it's yeah, a part of the story. It's a chapter in the book. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you know, that, that event, mate, that, that defines so much for me. Um, it, it gave me a whole new level of mental, mental strength um, of just proving what you can mentally and physically do to, uh, even more, you know. Mm. Yeah, there, was a time, there was a time when, when I was on that start line waiting for the countdown because, you know, you just get the three, two, one, go! And yeah. that's it, you're off. 
Um, and my horse was flapping. I, I felt like pissing my pants. I just couldn't yeah. be there, <laughs> you know. Classic. But you know what? As as you say, once once you just get that going, that journey kicks in, and bam, you're away. You're good to go, mate. Yeah. Just keep going. Fair play. Uh, what have you started? Started anything new? Um, I've started to. I would say be uh, well a bit more reading. Uh, I've I've started to uh, do a bit more reading. Pick up my reading side of things because my it's just. Me and reading's never been yeah. um, partners, so I'm trying to work, you know, work on, yeah, uh, yeah. work on that and what have you. Um, yeah. Or, or, I mean, also, I think, I think, just being a bit more kinder to myself as well. That's that's okay. been a, a, another a, another thing. Be a bit more kind because I always beat myself up. Why didn't I do this today? Why didn't mm. I do that? Um, so yeah, I've, I'm. You know what? Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> fair, fair play. Um, what's the uh, second thing you're going to do after lockdown? Ooh, um second thing is oh that's a good one um well, as i say the the first one was get out more get out more yeah. in the hills and what have you i think the second one is i reckon just to get this out more get this right. out more you know push push harder on this the more people know about these sort of things uh the better and maybe we can get more help for people you know yeah no uh yeah massively no it's fair play um David, look, uh, I'm I'm not really sure how we met or where we met, but I know one thing: I'm glad <laughs> I'm I'm glad we have met. Uh, yeah, and 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 I think it's great what you're doing, and I think it's great that you've got the courage to um, to come on and talk about what obviously is is a very very um, difficult issue to talk about. But only by talking about these issues do we highlight them and bring them to the forefront. So hopefully, one day a generation don't have to suffer the same things um, and that's end of the day that's how we grow as human beings and that's how we make the world um, a better place for, for us to live in it. Um, Definitely. Cheers mate. Uh, David uh, where can people find you mate on social? Um, well they can find me on Instagram it's yeah. uh, ward81 underscore yeah, and uh, they can find me on there. They can, uh, they can find me on Facebook if they want to. I mean, I don't really tend to use Facebook so much. I'm more yeah. of an Instagram kind of person. Um, but yeah, it's just Dave Ward. You'll see a picture of me out on the hills. Yeah, um, Ali, yeah. Ali, Ali as fuck. Um, <laughs> and uh, what's the link to the um, Forge blog post, mate? Where's that? Where's that on Grimm's it's, uh, page? You can find it on Grimm's page, or you can um, find it on mine. Um, again, right. it's. It, Ward eight to one underscore at the end there, so yeah, you can come onto that and I'll post it up there and and kind of uh, it's it's the forge. Uh, I want to say core.uk. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can have a quick look. Um, yeah, I'm, it, I'm 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 sure and uh, cool stuff. Uh, look, mate, thanks very much for your time on a, on, on a Friday. Um, again, I'm blown away for you for coming on the show and telling the story. Um, no problem. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. All right, mate. Uh, catch you in a bit. Awesome. Cheers, right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Much. Cheers, All buddy. the best. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.